Hello, greetings, salutations, welcome to the podcast that looks back at albums, movies, and video games to ask anyone for seconds. Welcome back to Combat Month. This is episode two. I am your host, Dave. I'm sometimes participant Matt. When you pitched the concept of Combat Month to me, I was absolutely in. Mortal Kombat has to be one of my favourite films and I have so much nostalgia for it. I watch this pretty much every year without fail. It's just one of those films that I really, really love. So I was so pleased when you said you wanted to revisit. I'm like, yes, finally, a good film that we can watch. Yeah, about that. Um, I'm afraid I may have got you here under false pretenses. Wait, the fuck is that in your hand? The fuck is that? I know you were expecting to watch the first Mortal Kombat, but the way I see it is that we've got to start with the terrible and work our way to the good. So in my hand, I've got a double box set of the Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation movies. I think we should probably start with Mortal Kombat Annihilation, unfortunately. I'm, I'm so sorry. No, no, I am absolutely not watching that shit told you we've got to start with the bad before we get to the good don't you remember what happened last time i watched that i was bedridden for a week look i remember it fully well being awful but it is nowhere near as bad as you are making it out to be i'm not buying the fact that you are saying that you are going to be bedridden for a week man up i think the only way to sell this is rock paper scissors fine whatever let's just get this done rock paper scissors Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Ha <laughs> ha, victory is mine. You lose, sucker. Fuck. All right, fine, but I am not impressed at all. Get over here! Have we got anything to say up front before we get into this about... The best bit is the Cyrax fight. Right. It was massively disappointing when I first saw it back in 97, 98, when we purchased it on VHS. Fuck, I think it was even my pocket money that brought that shit. Um, just disappointment, I think, is my memory of it. Um, yeah, it just... From the recasting, which I don't like, to multiple other things about it, it just was... Everything the first film did good, this film undid rather quickly. True. Very, very true. I'm pretty much along the same kind of... Levels as you, it's not a good film. What I don't the even, fuck are we watching it? I don't even think it's so bad it's good. Just bad. It's just not a good good film at all. Yeah, the, the fight is good, but that's about it. Uh, even then, I think again, I think only the Cyrax fight was any good as far as memory serves. Yeah. And is this Paul W.S. Anderson? It is not the Willy Slinger. Oh no, even he had enough sense to stay, stay, <laughs> stay away from this. So this is directed by John R. Leonetti. Did he go on to do anything else? No. Funnily enough, he wouldn't direct another film until nine, year, nine years later when he directed The Butterfly Effect 2 in 2006. So you're going, John Leonetti, uh, funnily enough... He was actually a cinematographer on the first film and then somehow managed to fail upwards and was then promoted to director. That does sound like Hollywood. Fail upwards and, mm. and hope for the best. Well, not even hoping for the best, just failing upwards. Okay. Mm. But, yeah, I, I, have, I have no tweets that we will discuss okay. as we go. Hopefully they're going to be more interested in the film. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, okay, let's just um, start this shit and get it over with. Christ. So far, we're into a winner. He's trying to hype me up. <laughs> it's not going to work. You can't hype me up for this. But they totally reuse the intro from the first film. Do they? Yeah. It's so cheap, they reused the intro. <laughs> You've got to cut budget somewhere, I mean, come on. So, this film's storyline is it's largely an adaptation of the third instalment of the video game series, Mortal Kombat 3. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, 
they were going to incorporate elements from fourth game, which was then due to come out around the same time, but it was scrapped. It's not about that. Oh, I'm already annoyed because of the Raiden voice. Flashback. Flashback to a better film, though, Max. So you might have recognised a name that came up at the start of the film there. That being Threshold Entertainment. Yeah. So Threshold Entertainment, I, I, I went for a hunt, I did. I, I went on their website. Uh, so I'm going to quote verbatim, right? So Threshold Entertainment and Larry Kasanov produced the first hit movie based on the video game, the martial arts fantasy film Mortal Kombat. Okay. So the following Threshold's IP model, so this is from their official website, Mortal Kombat has grossed over $5 billion to date. So this includes two number one feature films, a live action TV series, Mortal Kombat Conquest, an animated TV series, a Radio City Music Hall live show, yes, there was a live show, the first ever platinum selling electronic dance music album, a TV special, DVDs, web series, and more. So, firstly, I'm disappointed. Secondly, Johnny Cage's instant release passed on by. Yeah. Sonny Baby's recast on my. Yeah. All of the ninjas are like spawning in on fire. <laughs> which looks shit. You can clearly see the terrible green streak there. Where all the big bad guys spawn. Yeah. But this is not boding well. So let's oh, go back. Oh no, and there's new Raiden. <laughs> so going back to Larry Castle for a moment. He executive produced the 2021 Mortal Kombat reboot as well. That should be out by the time of release. Which is actually his 19th Mortal Kombat production in 20 years. Shut up, Faith Durham Cage. <laughs> so the reason for the majority of the recasting is you probably could tell it's two years later. Nobody wanted to come back. No, pretty much was done. Basically, from what I can gather, Larry Kasanov and the studio was in basically saying, we need to strike while the iron is hot. We need to get this done now, this very second. So they pretty much failed upwards with director-wise, having getting John Leonetti on board. And so because it's literally two years later, a lot of the cast were already locked into other either other film productions or things like that, or they did, just simply didn't have the budget to bring them back. Never win. I think it was impressive, wasn't it? Do you know what I'm really impressed by? So once again, we're watching the. How bad it we're, we're looking at the lovely new dual disc steel book, watching this 1080p Blu-ray, and oh boy, oh boy, it's not aged you well. You can clearly tell the background. Did is. you say that when he did the uppercut? It was all the really the bad. The background's bouncing. <laughs> oh dear, this is funny. This is bad. Because Earth does not bend to the will of tyrants. Further notoids. There was a third film because Robin Show, who plays Luke Cage, yeah. was signed up for the three films. Devastation. Spot on. So it was going to be called Mortal Kombat Devastation. Production halted when Hurricane Katrina in 2005 destroyed most of the sets in New Orleans. Because of that, the film basically didn't happen. Uh, the story goes that in 2009, Midway, who are the IP holders, creators of the original video game franchise, went bankrupt. So Warner Brothers sniff around and go, Six days. 
they they eventually buy Mortal Kombat, but not only that, they buy Spy Hunter, IP, yeah. which has been in production hell for many many years at Universal. Yeah. With the Rock Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, on to play the lead role, and they also bought the rights to Joust. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. So they were saying that third film was basically going to be an apology for this film as well. They'd actually cast Lyndon Asby to get resurrected, okay. come back in the third film. They were going to get Shang Tsung come back as well. They were going to get our, our boy. Okay, yeah. And uh, I think they'd even managed to talk Christopher Lambert to come back as well. So that would have just been so good. So thankfully in this, fake Johnny Cage just had his next hands. But now Raiden's decided to run away rather than take out any of the bad guy armies. He's a fucking god and he's just like, let's run away. <laughs> just like, you had the Emperor beat and Next thing we're going to talk about as well for a general overview of the film is what do you what do you think the Rotten Tomato score is of, of this film? Five. You would be too high. Is, it, is there a percenter? No, actually, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation has a prestigious score of two percent. Nice. <laughs> on on review website, Rotten Tomatoes with forty three critics lending their their opinions. It's probably fair. Two percent. I think is two percent too generous though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's cheap. The plot's incoherent. The special effects are bad. You wouldn't mind if the special effects were bad, but the story was coherent. <laughs> but the story's not even coherent. I, I'm, I, already, I'm already bored and irritated. <laughs> the Empress come in, killed Johnny Cage. Um, the best character. And then he's teleported away. Why? Raiden's running away. Why? Yes, um, Earthrealm is merging, so you're losing your powers, but that's only literally just occurred. You could wipe out huge amounts of his army before you lose any amount of powers <laughs> you know we can have some actual combat what does he do? instead we're going to go travel the through this core of earth in gyroscopes the inner winds propel you. I mean yeah so which makes no sense because we now. don't have those on earth why not why? we have tubes because this is the metro it's a stupid fucking idea <laughs> But they needed to shove something in to show that Katana and Liu Kang are a thing. Yeah, and you're also going to see fucking Raiden here grinding up against the new Sonya Blade. I, I, I would say she does a relatively good job performing in this. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Even the Emperor just looked a bit shitty. The problem is, is with the Empress, they cast a short bloke, but it wasn't as stacked as well. Well, he is. He's fairly. Um, he's fairly muscular, but he always plays the henchman bodyguard in X Files and other things. Ah, this is important. This music here. Do you recognise it? Is that Druid Sandstorm? No. So, interesting bit of trivia. This song is called Anomaly, Calling Your Name. It's performed by a uh, Libra presenter Taylor. However, Notoid, this is the song that Jim Levin's being stripped to in American Pie. Okay. <laughs> Which kind of sets a precedent. But Earth doesn't have this sort of transportation system. Why does Katana know how to use it when she's not from this planet? This, this, this just a no. Oh, that effect looks bad. It's, it's really not aged well. Arguably, it probably wasn't very good at the time. That looks really dusty. <laughs> this is... Why has he gone back to his throne? He's from the intro to be out there doing some conquering. He is. He's conquering from his throne room. It's... Nah. 
and a front flip. Um, why the Emperor bow down to anybody? In the games, he's like a badass. Like, he doesn't get, like yes, his father's an elder god, but why do you give a flying fuck about? I him? think this film should have gone, should have done really, either really one of two ways. They should have either leaned really heavily into the camp, over the top thing and just gone street fighting with it. Where Raul Julia is arguably the best thing in that film oh, because he camps it up so much and he knows he's in a shit first. Or they should have just knuckled down on the, the gritty gore. This is kind of a mesh of the two and it doesn't it should work. Have, should have emanated the first one more. But again, with the story. Yes, that they've got they could have looked at the first few games. That's a terrible bit of stock footage. They could have used, gone through the first few games and gone, here it is, and here's what we saw up in the first one. And then they could have done some rewrites and gone, look, we've got 10 quid for a budget, what can we do? I think and they should have wrote around that. I think they'd have had a bit more than, than a tenner for budget. Uh, I don't think it's had much of a budget. And now I think we see smoke who we don't see again. Ah, uh, but you see, the important bit is with this film is that they announce all the characters before they fight them. Yeah. Smoke. Arguably, if Robin Show hadn't come back for this, I don't think they would have made it. I think it's purely because he was locked into a three-picture deal. Really, what they should have done to justify Luke Kang and his ass kicked by standard ninjas is to go get still beat up from having fought Shamsung. That they should have shown him a bit bruised and beat up on that. But yeah. all of them to justify how they're able to fail against basic enemies. You you would think. But then that's that that would be too easy. Yeah, it, it needed someone else to write it. Then someone different to read it. And then just some common sense. I've always, I've always maintained that this film would be good if it had a major overall rewrite. If it was maybe one or two more rewrites away from the perfect. Uh, I think it's more than one or two. <laughs> uh, it, it's just where it's so incoherent. What they do, throwing so much law and stuff, trying to like make it epic, but where you're like. Clearly the budget doesn't permit that, so why not streamline a simplified story? Yeah. And arguably, if you can't get a lot of the core cast back, why not wait a bit? But you don't understand, they had, they had to strike while the arm was hot to get the money. They waited over two years. Yeah, but that was obviously wasn't soon enough. So you need to think, right? If the original Mortal Kombat would have come out in summer 1995, they'd have had to have gone into production in 96 for a 97 release. It wasn't wasn't quick enough. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about budget before, right? So, yeah. what do you reckon the budget for the first part was? About twenty-five to thirty million. You're not far off. It was actually eighteen million. Okay, well, eighteen. Okay. Eighteen million, but it managed to pull in about one hundred and twenty-four point seven million, which is bad. I would assume that they would have given this more, but looking at it, I reckon this was maybe ten million. Ooh, you, you were right in the first instance that actually, yeah, they did give them more. So, give them nearly 10 million more. So, actually, the budget for this one was 30 million. But, they squandered it. But, it only pulled in 51.3. Yeah. Because, like, this film clearly did not have what they refer to in the, the, um, in the trades as lakes. Yeah, it's... Mm. Hey, can I also ask why sub uh sorry, why Scorpion's not dead again? Because reasons because he needs to come back because Sub Zero is the middle enemy. This is the only time you see him. Yeah. Why is his costume different? Yeah. Are you expecting logical answers for oh, any sort of answer as well? No, I got I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Do you know, I reckon the writer of this or the director must have watched a lot of Power Rangers because to get anywhere, even if it's down like one step, everybody's front flipping. Multiple times in the end. I mean, arguably, if they'd 
really hammered down on the Power Rangers thing. That it probably could have been better because at least it would have been sort of ridiculous with it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, every. Sorry, everybody. I've got, got to have some food because this thing's fucking wearing me out. <laughs> I have some pizza now. It will not improve the quality of the film. At least I won't be hungry. True. So Katana's just been kidnapped by Scorpion for reasons unknown. Raiden's finished grinding on Sonya and taken her to a place to go find Jax. <laughs> which is in Hawaii apparently. Um, With each hour the merger of the realms grows closer. I think there's a lack of extras. More of the earth will be destroyed. You reckon? I don't seem to have any fucking extras of civilians, do they? Well, why would they? I will meet you at the Temple of the Elder Gods. We don't have a Temple of Elder Gods on Earth. Goddamn bullshit. Why was Jax abandoned, left in a laboratory in Hawaii in the middle of nowhere, strapped to a table, nobody else around? I've got, I've got nothing. It's a lack of extras. I've got nothing. Okay. Just convenient for for um, plot purposes. What you doing here? Everybody split. The whole facility is going to be trashed by an exterminator. No toyed about Jack. Like. What you mean exterminator squad? So all you need to know is they're trying to kill. In this film, probably you too. He is played by. Where you been anyway? Lynn Red Williams. He was not the original choice, however. The original choice was going to be Michael J. White. However, he turned it down because he got lead role in sport, which came out the same year as this. Both for pre-ship options for him. Um, Although he would later go on to play Jax in uh, Mortal Kombat, short film that came out in 2010, Rebirth. Yeah. Like, he would have been good at this. Because he could have done a lot of kicking and stuff, which would have been quite good. But I'm pretty sure this guy was an American gladiator. I could be mistaken. Really? Hmm. Right, but Cyrax is on last, and I think he's. I think he's the best fighter sequence in this. So, Cyrax, Scorpion, Noob, Noob Cyborg. Because yep. that's a name. Yep. All played by the same guy. By the name of JJ Perry. Okay. And um, funnily enough, he won the male stuntman of the year award in 2004. I've just seen for a film much better than this. Although, funnily enough, Still talking about him, he, he actually was a stunt double for Lyndon Ashby, Johnny Cage, mm. but he was uncredited. He also appears in the Mortal Conquest TV series, The Sub Zero, just to keep it mm. on full. And you're going to go, Well, what, what have I seen him in recently? Is that what you're going to ask next? Mm. What have you seen him in recently? He's mostly either a fun, a fight coordinator or a stunt person, stunt coordinator. So last thing I've got of him was in 2013, where he did the stunts from Star Trek Into Darkness, Machete Kills, uh, After Earth, Enders Game, uh, Gangster Squad. He was also a stunt coordinator and second unit director on Sylvester Stallone's Bullets of the Head. Why don't they cast the stunt people in the main roles? Because you need name recognition. Unless your name's Ken Hoyle. Yeah. This film's really loud, isn't it? Just yeah. with explosions oh. and techno. Things being smashed. People shouting. It's just really loud. <laughs> it, does, it does not help. 
Do you want to guess Met Metacritic score? Because that's always interesting. Eric with the, the Rotten Tomatoes. 25. Ooh. Okay, you're going for 25. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell you that the actual Metacritic score, so which is completely different from Rotten Tomatoes, where Rotten Tomatoes is a website that basically compiles all of the reviews but anything over, I think it's three out of five. <clears throat> Basically equates to a positive review, whereas Metacritic is a more of an aggregate score. Mm -hmm. So on Met Met Metacritic, this film has 11 out of 100, compared with the 2% of all Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, so we've just rewatched The Sirens Fight. That wasn't even as good as I remembered it being. <laughs> This, this, this bodes well for the rest of the film. Let's, really, let's really, be honest. Really doesn't. Oh look, what's that? It's a tattoo and a robot. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but it's the same, the same one they use throughout the rest of the film. Okay, so we're just getting ready for the really confusing Nightwolf sequence. It makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. I don't know what you mean. What, what, what's not to get? He goes on the spiritual journey to learn his animality. Yeah, and then he fights with um, Jade in the snow, even though they're in a desert. Yeah, so so what's your problem? Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, it does have snow in the desert. Of course it does. Why wouldn't it? It's just fucking stupid. Of course it does. No, if I wanted a snowy fight scene... Why send him to a desert? Because that's part of the fun of it. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll come out and say it. I think the Simpsons movie had a better spiritual quest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, while we're on the subject of fights in the desert, um, and Jade. So this is Irina Panteva, I think her name is. And she made her English language film debut in this film. And she had no martial arts experience whatsoever when being cast in the role. However, she underwent six months of training for this film. So she took it more seriously than a lot of the others involved. Uh, she quotes as saying that uh, she took the six months training because, quote, so that my character would grow into a powerful and sexy warrior. Did she not read the script? <laughs> and apparently the fight scene was actually shot in Thailand. Mm. A single take. And she enjoyed the experience so much that she actually asked the director to do a second take of the fight. And here we go. For 90s, we need to have two women fight in mud. Yeah, it's um. So again, you're saying that the actress wanted her character to grow to be powerful. Um, having a fight in mud isn't really. For Jade, that is, yeah. Now, the thing I can't remember. <laughs> but I think it's going to be quite fun. Is that they both fight in the mud and then in the next take they're not covered in mud anymore? Yes. <laughs> That's not Jade anyway, that's um, that's Melina, that's Melina. Not only CRT. No. Well ultimately the majority of the characters in Mortal Kombat are just kind of swaps, aren't they? So well, then you go, um, why didn't they have Kali a Soto player? Because it's a clone of her. Because she's busy being in the cage. Yeah, but why not have her do it as well? I'm trying to think of I've ever seen him in anything good. <clears throat> this Ryder actor. What, James Remar? Yeah. Um, I think he's just a B-movie specialist, isn't he? I think at this point... Because your sacred rules possibly. Let's have a look. He's in The Warriors. He was in Cruising. Uh, 48 hours... 
Tales from the Dark, yeah, okay, alright, I see your point, Tales from the Dark Side film. It's in the remake of Re- uh, Miracle on 34th Street. He's in Judge Dredd as a cameo, but he's uncredited. He's in the remake of Psycho. The first must be. Let's have a look. Why was this He's in Too Fast, Too Furious. He's in Blade Trinity. So pretty much everyone possesses the ability to change their fate. Pretty much anything awful you can think of is generally been in. Stand by and watch the ruination of Earth. Yeah, I don't like what they did to Raiden's character in this. They turned him into a white blanket. Three sides, mailboxes. We're still at this point, aren't they? I, I do know a cool thing about about him though, about his stunt double. For who? Raiden. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Park. Ah. So you'll see him on a Raiden's fight scenes later because James remarked, I don't think he did any of his own stunts <laughs> or has the faintest idea how to fight. Um, it cuts to. A fight scene and it's Ray Park. You you'll see him from the back doing lots of jumps and spin kicks, and it's Ray Park. I believe it. You've got an incredible set of legs. We're kicking him. So why have I made Jackson a sex pest? Because it was the nineties and that was generally accepted in the nineties, unfortunately. Okay. Can they also tell him to stop scowling? No. Can I make a suggestion here? Let's put this petty stuff aside and start worrying about bigger things, like staying alive. Uh, 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 that would have been bad. We should have watched Charlie, not too, but... What, a miss out on this cinematic gold? Right. So now, these armies from the Middle Ages. <laughs> a minute ago, they were ninjas on fire, and now they're all middle-aged people on... As in, they look like um, Knights Templar or something on horseback. <laughs> Just. He's not here either. Bollocks, nonsense. Here he comes. Let me guess, from flip through the air. Yeah. And a haircut. Well, yeah, he's mortal. Never and a vest. When you start, to become, when you start being a, a, a god, you get a haircut. Good. Yeah, that's how that's how it works. Did you not receive that memo? <laughs> what was the point of the screaming and throwing off the cloak like that? That's that's silly. Yeah. They must have followed us. Also, invisible ninjas. That's the new sidebar then. Perhaps. Maybe. But it may be a blessing in disguise. We need Sindel to close Khan's portals forever. I'll take care of her. Yeah. I'll risk your katana. Raiden's just completely spitballing ideas here. The other gods said that Katana was the key. They said nothing about being Sindel. No. Right, this is where you should see the cut to Ray Park. Let's let's see how <coughs> much fighting the James Remar does. Absolutely none. There, not him anymore. I believe it. So why does the name Ray, Ray Park ring a bell? Is that because that's Darth Maul? It's Darth Maul. Wow. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw his face. <laughs> I honestly think he doesn't throw a single punch. Doesn't. See what I mean? Yeah. Why didn't they just go, you know what, we'll just have Ray Park, baby. We're going to recast Raiden, so why not just really have someone that can perform as him? Because James Remo is hardly a big name. See what I mean? Like, they're literally just using these faces in close God, look, look at that. Yeah. That's so bad, isn't it? That wasn't even a close-up, but you can tell it's not even the same actor. Wow. You don't even see him for a single punch. All of the shots are just his face reacting to, like, random arms and foot spans in it. Right, we'll change. We won. Just, you oh. are witness to the dawning of mankind's <sighs> final day. Shut up. <laughs> you don't like Brian Thompson with his strangely coney head. He, he's fine as the villain in X-Files. Yeah. 
There we go, Bracca fight where he's got bloody rubber arms. <laughs> and rubber swords. Yeah. Mustn't forget the rubber swords. Just like... Oh. You know, and Luke Cannon's been running all day and his white vest is still pure white. Yeah, well he's taking the um, Bruce Willis approach. What, putting a new one in, in between every take? Yeah. Yeah, like, this doesn't even have consistency. It's a trap, Luke. Leave. Obviously. No! Really? He's got a dude swinging around who's hidden by a cameraman not panning slightly to the left. <laughs> Always out of shot. Never out of mind. Mm. A day's over. Hey, look, she got CGI arms. <laughs> I was just thinking that they've just... Yeah, this they've really not done it well. Where have they got the... Um, this mirror arm. Yeah. Thankfully, they just squished her because she literally had no purpose at all. It's like, why she, have her at all? In the original script, was supposed to have more fights yeah. and does more. But because of budget constraints, they killed her with a cage. Yeah. <laughs> so, why, why, didn't, why didn't they? Why didn't they just consolidate her and the big scorpion boy? Oh, Mataro. Yeah. He's an American gladiator as well. Easy. Yeah, that's why he has a fight with um, Jax, because uh, they're both yeah. American gladiators. <laughs> that makes sense. So then this, I just... Raiden just had a huge leap of logic going, all I have to do is reunite them, and she'll be all better. Evil, mystical, dirty magic doesn't work like that. It's not a fucking fairy tale. No, but you're in Outworld. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that. Of course it does. He went, Melina's the key. No, Melina. Katana's the key, and he's just going... Oh, yeah, so what I have to do is reunite her with fucking Queen's... Yeah, that's not the case at all, really. Kitan's the key to reunite with Robin Shaw with Liu Kang to cheer him up so he's happy enough to go twat the Emperor in the face of it. Love, I have never loved you. You're such a pathetic child as you. What reason was there to learn? See, she knows she's in a bad film. She's having it up, which is fantastic. Especially with this twirly shit coming up right here. Yeah, she could have just turned to her left, but she decided to turn to her right in a full, like, 360. <coughs> Reminds me of um, Zoolander. Can't turn left. <laughs> You've been tricked. The legend was a lie. What legend? Well, literally, this is something that happened like 10 minutes ago. How could you do this to us? There's no no legend at all. It was so easy. You will die for this, Jade. <laughs> Look at this twirling shit. Is Jade twirling and laughing as well? No, why would she? It's just ridiculous, isn't it? I'll just slip out of I'm gonna sneak away, she says. We trusted you, man. What happened? You take us on a wild goose chase. Do you know what? Jax, I think, is probably an avatar for the audience. Yeah. Just going, yeah. what is going on? Yo, Why are you doing this? And all that junk. <laughs> I say the only ones we can trust from here on out are humans. Nobody else. My father's an elder god. And only they can bestow such a mark. Your dad's an elder well, it doesn't that make sense though? If he's just a god, he must be the son of an elder god. Yeah. Like, what? Well, that's not a thing. But by saying that Khan's your brother, I don't know if that's technical true Mortal Kombat law, or whether they just meant, yeah, I'll just try that in because we need some family drama. That's. I think you've pretty much knocked the nail on the head there. Now. Yeah. It's just going to be family drama for yeah. to create. <laughs> Something. What is it with the capes? I did everything you ordered. What did we do? You will do your best. It is all that can be expected. I will pray for you all. Yeah, talk about motivating, huh? Yeah. Blue is our only hope. Yeah. Just tell Ryan you don't fuck off because he's out of the down, mate. But I don't know if I'm ready. 
must believe in yourself, Luke. We believe in you. See, that's why Kitana's there. She's the motivator. Yeah. She's like, straight away, just undone all that nonsense from Raven. Yeah. Just like, tell them to fuck off and bring some like, snacks or something. <laughs> snacks? Yeah, well, What's a watch? <laughs> I don't always run around firing that like I need some energy food. At least on the tournament island I'm assuming they were able to eat and sleep with that. Do you know what is a sweet mercy about this film actually? It's the fact that it is ten minutes short than the first one. No, that's good. <laughs> also, if they're teleporting everything to Outworlds. It doesn't uh, make really sense. Well, no, it doesn't make sense. But on top of that, why why are there no yeah. other people running about screaming, going, "Oh my like, God, what the hell's happened?" Well, that's what I said to you about forty-five minutes ago. Why why are there no extras? They should just be. Demons. Well, but even the Willy Slinger Anderson managed to get extras just running about yeah, randomly in the background. There should be like demons or those fucking Knights Templar on the horses just like killing people in the background or something. There's there's no self sense of threat. Like this, I wonder how long they've been standing there posing for her. Well, not long enough because obviously he hasn't had time to flex enough, has he? Shout car like the top there. And here's where we get a close up here. I'm fighting him, you're fighting her. He's such a Debbie Downer. <laughs> he didn't even bring the Pringles got down here. Yeah. What Doritos? All he's done in this was run away at the very start when he had powers and he could have taken out all the baddies. Then led him on a wild goose chase, lost all his powers, and now he's just got like completely sucker punched. Quite rightly so. Not die. With a green skull. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the green skull. Yeah. It's because the Emperor cast a like a dover. Yeah. Definitely cast something. Yeah. Rubbish. Come on, skip it. Skip it. <laughs> You're just dead. You don't die, don't close your eyes. No, speaking from experience. Not in that I died and then closed my eyes. Yeah, it's, it's not that it's, it's not that sequence. It doesn't work like that. No. It's a fly. If you die with your eyes open, <laughs> your eyes are open. If you shut your eyes before you die, they're going to remain shut. Yeah. And they don't close like they do in the films, because trust me on this, they don't. You have to like, get the dragon down and like, moisturize and stuff. Yeah, you, 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 yeah. Leftovers are fine with me. Why did they decide to do Centauro? Because he's one of... Yeah, but if you've already gone fuck, we're using so much CG and stuff, why not? Go for a different dude. I can't do too much more of this. That was your first hit. Is that all you got? Challenge him to the travel apart. <laughs> Sticks. There you go, that's alright, you can get a backflip. Speaking of flips, how many flips did they do in this film? Go on. Front flips, back flips, side flips. Have a guess. I think front flips is about 97. <laughs> back flips, I think, hmm, I think that's just the one. I've only seen one back flip. Side flips, 10 to 15? You, you would be wrong. Because all together, adding them all up, all the back flips, front flips, side flips, there's 54 of them in this entire film. Throughout, throughout its like 90 minute running time. So what's that workout flips per minute? That's just what I was thinking. I'm reckoning that's probably about... Uh, what's the minute run time on this? What are we, about 90 minutes, I think it is? Or something like that. It's got to be like one flip every four minutes. 
But not it's really not impressive it. turning into a big, awful CGI monster. Ah, oh, look at that! It's like... It would have been better if they'd gone to do an announcement set and then just cut the teeth and costumes. Oh, that's proper kaiju. Yeah. yeah. It's not even that good of a fight. I mean, the thing is right, that really pisses me off about it. Because it doesn't serve a purpose. Right. Yeah, that's the, the whole thing. Nightwolf is like flying around a mountain. Like, oh, well, maybe that's how it's going to win, and then, and then it doesn't. Yeah, it's just a pointless big fight for the sake of yeah. trying to up the ante or up the strokes. And, and all that happens is the kind of gets exhausted. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to suspend this belief in, like, there is centaur people, and there's people with four arms, and there's Baraka-type people, but, but people turning into giant monsters is, is one too far. They weren't even giant monsters, they were just, like, giant CG figures. Yeah, but they were supposed to be... Well, that's the trick, is get someone in the corner and just kick them on and on the floor. No, press John line. Press square. Mash it. Mash it more. Mash the X button. And he lost that as well. That's weird. And the music's trying to... <laughs> Can you see the floor balancing? Yeah, it's not good, is it? That's a flip. That's a flip. I just... The music's trying to hide what you're saying, but it's not happening. It's doing a bit of fun, I don't That was a week. I thought that was like. That was not a week. I thought that was like a couple of hours tops. That was not a week. What? Two or three days? Two or three hours? Oh, that's some weird shit. Unless it's a week for him and like a couple of hours for someone else. Yeah, was are we seriously believing that the week is the film? Are we, are we saying it was a weird week for him because he had robot arm surgery? Or is it a week because the film's a week? I know at the start that the Emperor said Earth was made in six days, so I'll destroy it in six. But I had issues with that because I'm like, why does the Emperor know about Christianity? Well, also, that's just stupid. You've all made me very proud. Oh, fuck off. And remember, be there for one another. What's that? Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. I would have been better <laughs> What? Why is he now faking out? He's the god of lightning. Shouldn't he have electrified out? Shouldn't he turn into like a bubble of lightning and shot up? No. He's the god of lightning and thunder. Oh, it's over. Right. Screenplay for that film. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could write that script in half an hour. <sighs> in half an hour, off you go. Probably with that dialogue as well. <laughs> that was that was noteworthy dialogue. I don't know what you mean. It's just a bit of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude.
think it's pretty clear what my opinions on Mortal Kombat Annihilation are. It's fucking shit. I can't think of a single redeemable thing about this. So I think the audience are going to need to hear your opinions on it, given that you made me watch this tripe. Okay, Matt, fine. You win this one. This film was just awful. Not even the good kind of awful where it's laughable. It's just awful on pretty much every level. In the same way that the majority of the roles were decided by failing upwards, that's pretty much what this film does from the opening frame. It pretty much just fails upwards. It reuses the amazing flames and logo scene from the first film, which arguably is probably the best bit of the film. I've always maintained that Mortal Kombat Annihilation is always one rewrite away from being perfect. I can see that there is a lot of potential in here. Even for a film as garbage as this is, that there really should have been somebody just say, hold on guys, should we not just wait until we iron out the script? Those are some very valid points, however, I completely disagree. Mr. Dave? Finish him! I don't feel so good. I don't want to go. Help me. Fatality. Matt? Are you there still? Matt? Matt? Oh my god, I've killed him. It's as if the film has caused a fatality. Hold, hold on. He looks like he's clutching something in his hand. Let me just, just, Matt, give me, give me, give me, give me that. Okay, let's, let's read this. To retrieve my soul, you must now play a game. Okay, you need to play Mortal Kombat. Mythologies Sub-Zero Oh no